0: Hello everyone, welcome back to making sense of sense as we roll out out of election season and now into holiday season and into the holiday rush travel time which really starts immediately after the pumpkin carving spooky season I find at least here. In New York, we're already seeing various reactions and and factors priced into the markets, most notably consumer sentiment factored into the broader equity markets that are really priced in here, especially with risk assets whose prices are currently crumbling and selling off extensively due to lower net present values based on future expected earnings and extensive job cuts and layoffs across the board uh, to help ease the bottom line for big tech giants. As investment yields rise for fixed income, risk assets fall and vice versa. But however, with the I-savings bonds yields dropping dramatically to 6% down from a staggering 9% risk-free guaranteed return, as we discussed last week, maybe the U.S. government is signaling the worst times are over. And a recession may not be in the works anymore, hopefully. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Only time will tell. But right now, besides the lower net present values on future expected earnings for risk assets— most notably, tech stocks I'm referring to, such as social media companies, which are crumbling currently due to lower digital ad spend in Apple's new privacy laws and also just lower engagement overall across the board on, on Facebook and Instagram. The markets are seesawing again as Election Day has now passed while I'm recording this and we continue to witness just bear market rallies throughout the week and endure pretty muted, plateauing markets with not much action, but at times rallying and and, and muted markets throughout the, throughout the trading sessions. Ironically, since historically elections don't have much of an impact on investors' minds nor just on the broader stock market outcome, at least long term after all, as long as you're investing in equities, that's almost a surefire, almost guaranteed move That you'll earn some sort of return on a risk adjusted basis long term. Dipping in and out of your favorite tech stocks or just risk assets in general is is really never strategic, even with alternatives in the private capital markets, unless you're taking advantage, of course, of tax loss harvesting, which is especially advantageous and favorable towards the end of the year to offset your capital gains. And sell your losses in the markets to politics though short-term gambles and trading and and hiccups in general really anything that can happen um that can deter markets is probable and expected but long-term election results which every way every way it, it sides doesn't really have an effect on the broader term or at least for the last 50 years historically speaking and the election doesn't really have a big outsize impact on on the, the broader equity indexes anyways. Um, thankfully the markets thankfully go up go up over time anyways. So that's always helpful to note. With October's inflationary report set to be released tomorrow, I'm recording this day early on October 9th, it's set to be released October 10th, and this is a huge indicator not only for the Fed to eye and determine if it'll really continue to make more hawkish moves with hiking rates further to na- navigate a smooth smooth landing and not plummet the economy into a recession, or uh we could see more of a cooling down da- down for inflation and with unemployment uh ticking up a bit as as we're seeing now, this inflation report CPI index is, is a crucial uh indicator. And the Fed expects to hike by another 50 basis points down from 75 in the month of December and a couple more times into 2023, we've read by analysts on the street, but that, that may all curtail depending on where inflation is headed next with the CPI report as a major indicator, since it's it's a large influencer for GDP in general. And, and speaking of the election and market correlation, what I find interesting is that gas prices, commodities and, and the price of oil and and where they're headed is a really large and, and factor in not only where markets head, since commodities at least for this year, are surging along with currencies, most notably the dollar. And, and speaking of the dollar, if, if you want to book that trip now, uh, you're set to get the most bang for your buck um, overseas. But with oil and gas hitting consumers at the pump now, nationally, uh, it's it's a pretty large determinant when deciding who to vote for, believe it or not. According to various studies and reports that I recently read about and prior to the election season and just wrote about in, in my most recent post, in fact, on, on my main blog, Boiled Not Fried, feel free to check it out, the status of gas prices and and where they are nationally right now, right below $4 a gallon, gal, gallon. <laughs> last time I checked, according to AA, uh, AAA, AAA, uh, the price at gas actually sways voters' minds more than expected. And, and I wouldn't be surprised because we're getting back to pre-pandemic times, at least in terms of commercial and business travel. And, and gas coincidentally brings us together in some regard. It's part of the staple and uh, Americans' lives, hopefully just not not in a, in a diet sense, <laughs> just in in terms of getting to point A to point B. When it comes to visiting family for the holidays with millions expected to take to the skies during the busiest holiday travel season of the year, Thanksgiving in a few weeks from now and and into the Christmas season, I I expect as long as the oil giants from Chevron to Exxon in in the U.S., these national conglomerates, and, and then the Saudi giants who've recorded record earnings beats for several quarters throughout this past year and, and a half, seems like throughout the whole entire pandemic, which can be mimicked closely to Apple's same quarterly revenue estimates. I, I see some signs of, of price gouging and profiteering, uh, within this space, which the Biden administration is is poised to make an end to with higher tax hikes and a windfall tax on these giants to be exact. So hopefully that'll cool down gas prices and not lead them into record highs and taking advantage of consumers at the pump as we've saw as as we've seen during the blazing hot months of July to August uh, mainly starting in, in really June especially in the sunbelt states when gas was soaring to 5 6 dollars a gallon as as southerners are southerners are are not only dealing with higher temperatures at that time and at the peak summer months um, where their gas and electricity bills skyrocket um, since they have to cool down the place, but also where most folks are located in, in the South, the Sunbelt states, and heartland of America, unlike here in the coastal cities where everything is packed and together. Um, everything's more spread out, and as a result, the more gas is, is used to get get everywhere, it all adds up. <laughs> An important indicator just to keep in mind for the rest of America as well. I mean, at least as, as a coastal New Yorker, although gas prices aren't always top of mind for me, especially in terms of just the prices at the pump, we do still own a car, even in New York. So just in case, um, because relying on public transportation isn't always the safest nor most reliable option, unfortunately, in the city and and this is really a, which is known for its public transportation and subway system, which is funny enough. Uh, but the things have changed since pre-pandemic in terms of commuting trends, of course. So having a car as just a backup is always preferred and, and gas prices are, are also uh, rising steadily, uh, but, but uh, completely volatile all the time. So it's important to have that hike and, and threshold. So now just nowadays heading into mid Q4 at this point we all have have to really act like the Fed now and and with all our eyes on the Federal Reserve we also must look out look out for commodity prices where oil and gas are headed and and even insurance or, or pharmaceutical stocks to see how how they'll prevail till the end of this year and Within the winter months, we, we must stay warm and cozy, which which just naturally means higher gas and electricity bills, hopefully not wrecking holiday spending budgets and, and New Year's resolutions. Fortunately, everything is seasonal in, in the markets to life, thanks to, to volatility, whether that's a good or bad sign after all. So that's it for this episode, folks. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like Subscribe, comment on what you enjoyed or want to hear else of, and we'll see you next time.